0: Welcome back to the Live Lucky Podcast, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, I have such a special treat. I have NBA legend Austin Carr joining me today. And I'm so grateful for you to join me today, Austin. Oh, it's my
1: pleasure. Thank you. How you been?
0: Oh, I'm doing good, man. (laughs) Yeah. I know we met a couple years ago. You had come to a a talk I gave on... um, Mindful leadership is actually how we met
1: the first time, I believe. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yep. You're right. We did. Right. Yeah. I remember those. I remember that day. (laughs) Yeah. No, that was a good
0: night. That was a lot (laughs) of fun. Well, Austin, what I was hoping to, well, for, for you, for those of you who do not or are not familiar with Austin, I just want you to know when I say legend, I do mean that he's holding some really outstanding records in college basketball. Uh, he played 10 years in the NBA, was the first pick of the Cleveland Cavs in 1971 draft. Um, he's been the commentator and the, for the Cavs for years. And I mean, I know that you, there's so much more to Austin than just basketball. And so those are actually the parts that I really want to dive into today, but, um, it's just really exciting to have you here, Austin. Thanks so much. And so, yeah, if, if I could just have you just sharing your story about, you know, really working with youth is, is I know your, your passion and
1: what's really in your heart, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it, it's taken me, a, a, a uh, I've always done this uh, from, I, I would say, from my, uh, when I was in college, I started doing it. We had a program called uh, a Reach Out. And we would go into the community and deal with the underserved uh, people in our community. We'd hold basketball clinics for them and do different things. And that's where I kind of, started, and I it really enjoyed it, so I kind of, uh, you know, I, I kind of got mentally and physically into it then, and mm-hmm. then once I started doing it, it was just, it just came natural to me, so um, I kind of, you know, ev- everywhere I went uh, through college, and uh, then when I got into the pros, I started involving myself in more in the community and doing things to help people, which always to me, it makes you feel it's, it's a good feeling inside to help other people. And, uh, and I, I just, uh, I got addicted to that feeling. So it just got to be easy to do. And, uh, so when I got with the, the, I've been with the Cavs now through, wow, since day one, almost about 50 years. And, uh, And we've done a lot of stuff in the community over the years. And one particular time we were doing uh, a program with an organization called YOU, Youth Opportunities Unlimited. And what happened is I happened to meet a young man who had a very bad speech impediment. And the next thing I know, I've come back a year later, two years later, and he is the... Primary speaker at an event that that while uh, you was holding, and I, and right then that that made me realize that they were putting their money where their mouth is, and it's not not just uh, all the money. Oh, let me. <laughs> all the all the money that that was going into the organization was being used properly. It wasn't going to the administrative fees. All of so which a lot of them do. And so that's when I decided to get involved. And I've been involved with him now thirteen years. Uh, we we hold a golf outing every year, and uh, we raise about fifty thousand dollars every event. so we, we, we've 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 uh, done a, a a pretty respectful job for while um, you and um and the community. We've done a good job of 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 educating and helping. Uh, not just uh, like I said, not just um, educational wise as far as he- trying to help with helping them with scholarships, but we try and help them with after school programs and 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 we do all types of whatever we can to help them health wise. We try and help too. So it's just a a good feeling, a good organization, and I'm really happy that I'm involved with them.
0: Well, like you said, I I know that feeling of of getting addicted to helping people. That's why I'm a therapist, right? Like, I mean, yes, that's right. Keeps your, I mean, you just love life when you're able to do that and reach out and help people. Um, And and it sounds like YOU gave you that uh, platform to be able to really do that in an impactful way. Yes. You know, and, and I'm curious, like, for you, what have you learned? I mean, gosh, you've got to have so many stories about People you've helped, and you know things you've seen and things you've learned. I'm just curious if you would pass along some of that wisdom today.
1: Well, the one thing you you can never do is quit. Is stop. I mean, is because, in other words, people have situations that they are dealing with. That that's all they know. So sometimes you know I'd get you get involved with kids that that really need your help, but they don't understand your help because they have been, they haven't been exposed to it before or anybody trying to help them. They've always been exposed to people who try and take things from them or do things to them. I mean, it's so you, you have to kind of got to be tough skinned to be able to get through that and come out on the other end. Cause when you come out on the other end, that's when it's all roses then because the person understands, and first of all, they're not afraid of you. They understand that you're trying to help them, and they work. And really, the effort that they put in from that point on is, is very, and plus it's rewarding to see a person where you know where they came from and what they are and what what they have transformed into or trying to turn into. And really, when you look at it, a lot of them are very, helpful to their own families because uh, the reason why it's like this is because it gets like that is because the parents are just like the children as far as is, is how they understand life so you have to realize that you know some of the parents you might not be able to help them but you can help the kids who in turn can help the parents or, or if the parents want help so i mean so it it becomes a a tricky kind of situation, but at the same time, you can't give up. You have to keep fighting uh, because to me, the way I look at it and the way I was told, um, excuse me, by a friend of mine when I was in high school, you never know which one of the people that you help could come up with a cure for cancer. I mean, Mm -hmm. so there's a, or, or, or come up with some, a cure that will help the whole youth, whole uh, human race. So that's how I kind of look at it. I kind of look at it like regardless of the resistance I get, I'm going to fight, fight, fight as much as I can to help because I know in the long run it's going to be something that's going to help mankind.
0: Yeah. Oh man. There's so much wisdom in what you just said. I mean, uh, in terms of even you know how kids normalize their their livelihood, and I mean yes. working with the youth also. Yeah. I mean, I've worked with kids all the way down to two years old who've been in traumatic experiences. And
1: oh boy, um, well you know then yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember. I'll never forget. There's this one kid. Um, we were in therapy, and and he he started laughing, and he's like, you know. Um, I think it's funny when my dad punches my mom in the face. And so my, me and my brother laugh and, you know, and oh, wow. it just broke my heart that that was his normal. And and he yes. was trying to use humor to cover up the sadness and everything that right. was going on underneath. And, and you're right. right. It it turns into a family systems kind of a, you almost have to deal with the whole family
1: in order to really help that, that kiddo. You're right. That's exactly right. I mean, that's, That's the only way it's going to happen. I mean, because (laughs) the the, the one thing that I have come to realize is that when, when you help someone, you help these kids, you help them out, the only problem you have is they got to go back home. And when they go back home, now you got to when you get them back the next day, you got to retrain them. And so each day it becomes a problem, and, and, and it becomes a huge problem because the, the the child doesn't understand what's happening to him, but he knows now that there's another part of life that that's different than what he's experiencing. You know, so it it uh, it becomes a, a slippery slope. Sometimes dealing with it because what I found out too, which is sad, there's a lot of parents in those. Um, situations in the the underserved community that really don't want their kids to be better than them. And and that's that's a part of a society that really is warped because I always thought that I would never hear that said and, and, but I've heard a parent say that. And and it's just really disheartening to, to to realize that that they don't want their offspring to be better than them. I I just, I can't understand that thinking, but that's the, that's what you have to deal with. So you have to learn how to understand it and work around it. Yeah. When I
0: know just like me, I'm assuming that you've probably dealt with some pretty aggressive behaviors and things like that from the kids you've been working with. And how, how have you, Looked beyond their behaviors to see the true them, because I mean I know that's something I've got to pull myself into of just seeing them beyond their behaviors.
1: Yeah, it's 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 that's tough. Like that's really tough. I mean, because you are human, and so when you're putting this type of effort into it, it becomes it becomes a tough situation because you're getting that resistance and. The resistance you're getting, is not understandable. So it's like, well, why don't you want this for them? I mean, I mean, and 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 these, you can see that the 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 kids are uh, that they, they put up so many different uh, 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 blocks, ways to block it mentally, like you were saying at the beginning, and, and that, that that it's it's tough getting through that sometimes. Wait a minute. It's tough getting through that. Let me cut this thing off. <laughs> but it's tough getting through that uh and and so it makes it a it makes it a hard situation um especially when you when you start getting involved with the kids like that you you it becomes a personal thing to you because you can see you can see what they can become. <laughs> and then all of a sudden trying to explain that to the parents who don't want to hear that, it's just its just a tough situation. I, I, I That's one thing that I haven't been able to deal with completely after all these years. I still have problems dealing with that because I, that's a phenomenon that I don't understand, and I don't know why um, it happens. But for some reason, it might be because the parents are, are, are kind of not embarrass themselves, but they don't want – they 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 don't feel good about their own situation, and so they don't want anybody else to have success out of their situation. And it's kind of sad. It's kind of a real situ- bad situation, but, hey, you know, we we just have to deal with it. That's the life – that's the world we live in. That's what we have to deal with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I will say, you know, being able to see people – for what they can become as a gift, Austin.
1: Yeah, um, yeah that is.
0: And it really, yeah. you can hold that hope for them. I've found for me, um, that is probably the greatest gift you can give them is giving yes. them a glimpse of what they could become, giving them that hope torch. You know, right. every day, like you said, you got to keep throwing more fire on that that torch because yeah, like to it goes to. out at night when they
1: go home. <laughs> you have to. That's right, and that's tough, man. That is really tough. I mean, but but hey, like I said, that's just the world we live in. And I, I've i learned now that, you know, I just got to keep my focus on the kids. And, and and I don't worry so much about the parents anymore like I used to, uh, even though that is a major problem you got to deal with. But I got to try to keep the kids going in the right direction because it's going to come a time when they're going to have a chance to do their own thing. And I'd I, I like to have them at least have some idea that that they can do their own thing. Right, right.
0: Uh, yeah, no, the, the, I th- that makes so much sense. Um, well, I, like I said, I know that you have done so much for the youth and you're continuing to to put one foot in, in front of the other here uh every single day just kind of continuing to keep trying like you said that's kind of been the the thing that's kept you going um anything else that you feel like has kept you going to
1: continue just to keep trying because it like you said it can be tough <laughs> well you the, the I guess the only other thing is the fact that I realized that it, it's never it's a never-ending battle there's no, it's never going to stop. It's always going to be uh, another challenge ahead of you. So you have to, you have to kind of realize that and realize that, you know, there's no end game in this. You just have to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep trying to instill what you can into the kids as much as you can. And, And somewhere along the line, maybe you can help the parents a little bit. You know, but but the 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 because the, the, the toughest situation is when you walk into a situation where the parents don't want you around, yeah. don't even want you to be talking to the kids. And but the kid is giving you signals that he wants that attention. Right. He wants your help. The, 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 that is the toughest situation I've ever had to deal with, but, but it happens so long so much that I've gotten used to just ignoring it and just dealing with the kid as much as I can until until the parents get belligerent and, and they just say, no, you leave my kid alone. That's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ugh, that is a tough situation. Yeah. Um, well, in terms of kind of the future for you, I mean, I know this is kind of where your heart and passion is and, and you're continuing to work so hard in this way and just pouring your heart out into this, trying to help these kids. I mean, obviously you see the payoff, when, like you said, the one kid who was able to give a speech, I mean, right. like,
1: that's huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, it, you just you can't, you know, it, it has to be in your blood, I think, because if it's not in your blood, you, you, you will probably end up giving up. Hmm. You know, that's probably what, what it comes down to. But like I said, I've been doing it since I was in college as far as helping, and, uh, and, the, and the one thing I never – like 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 now, I meet uh, so many young kids that uh, I try and encourage them to, to, to. It's not about sport. I mean, I mean, I, I happen to was given a gift to be able to play a sport and make a living out of it, but it's not about sport. I mean, because what you have in that book, I was fortunate enough to have parents who pushed me education first instead of sport, and that helped more than anything, and 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 trying to get them to understand that, you know, like I try and tell my kids about reading. <clears throat> I mean, if you want to go to California, get your book on California and, and you can go to California. You, you can right. read about California. It'll, it, it'll give you uh, uh, what you need to at least be able to imagine or feel what California is like. I mean, so... I mean, and that's how I try and encourage them. I mean, give them ways that they can actually feel, touch, and see ways of, 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 of working into, because most of them just need to get into a situation where they can see there's something else in the world. Yeah. See a lot of them are trapped in that, in that environment. And so, they don't understand that there is another world, another something else out there. And I think that's what really uh hurts um it bothers them. And and, and it hurts hurts me to, to realize that uh, they're so locked in, you know. But one, but it's amazing when, when you when you find a young man or young lady who realizes that this is not all the world to them, you know, because and that it can be accomplished it's not just TV that you can go out and do it, and you do it through education. I mean, it, when you finally find those type of individuals, man, that is so rewarding. Man, that is great because they respond to everything that you suggest to them, everything that you that that you want them to do, they do. I mean, it's just a great feeling uh, um, when it comes down to that situation. Yeah. Well, it
0: sounds like you're speaking to both the helpers and the kids who who are yes. you know, needing the help here. Because you're like, man, helpers, we just need to keep giving hope to these kids, give them a vision that they can walk into, and then kind of the message to the kids is there can be a different future. Oh, yes, yeah. life can be different.
1: Yeah, yes, that's exactly right. You hit it right on the on the on the head. Like that uh, that's the message you have to send to them. And like I said. What I had to understand over the years is that you're not going to get through to everyone, even though you would like to, but you still have to try. And 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 to me, I, I also had to realize that if I can help one or two out of, say, five, that I've done a great job mm-hmm. because there's one or two families that are going to have a different course in life. That's right you know and and so that's kind of how I look at it because it it's it's got to be frustrating when I couldn't help everybody <laughs> <laughs> but that's just not possible, you know so I you you come to a certain realizations when you are doing this because uh when, when you're helping other people because some people just it takes a while for them to want help mm-hmm. you know and and they're bitter because. Of their situation that they're in. So it takes a while to have to, you got a massage. You can, it it takes, it's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, um, uh, it's not easy. And, and when you look at, you know, some people, it, it's just tough to handle and you just have to find a way you got to find the put, the, the, the button that's going to make them react. Yeah. And once you find that button, man, that's the best feeling in the world. Yeah,
0: and that's you coming but, back.
1: <laughs> yeah, but to that buttons can be tough. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well, Austin, I, you know, I I know that you've got time constraints this morning here, and so I just want to thank you so much. But if there's any last words of wisdom you want to share with them, you know those who are listening today, um, I just want to give you that space to to be able to say what last thing you want to say today.
1: Well, I, I guess I would say you know helping others is is a good way of of uh, living your life. I mean, it uh, it's, it's a rewarding. It can be tough, but it's rewarding to you to help other people. And uh, if if everybody would help one person, it would be a whole different world.
0: Yeah. Well said. <laughs> well said. Uh, well, awesome. Again, thank you so much for joining us today and, and, and taking the time to be able to speak with me and share your story and your wisdom with everybody listening. Uh, and I just uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And I just uh, can't wait to <laughs> talk more about living lucky like next time. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great day.